Hey, welcome to the Finance Fam Podcast. We cover finances, faith, family, and freedom. Whether you're in debt or a seasoned investor, we cover all the ways where being the rat race, thriving in recession, building wealth for future generations, and living with purpose to ultimately gain freedom and impact the kingdom, however the Lord calls us as believers. My name is Isaiah, and I'm one of the hosts of the show, alongside my good friend, Andrew. We're both millennials living typical millennial lives, plus we love Jesus, we love our families, and we love freedom. Everything we cover is for entertainment purposes and should not be considered financial advice. Enjoy the show. Thanks. And welcome, everyone, to this episode of Finance Fam. We're doing this live because, yes, we are on YouTube as well. Isaiah, is that, is that terrifying? Uh, a little bit, but you know. It it completely terrifies me, and we can't edit anything out, so anything that, any slip of the tongue, if you will, it will be <laughs> it live on YouTube. Amazing. So, uh, first of all... What's the, what's the occasion for a live video moving forward, and this new fancy desk, and yes. YouTube? What's going on? Why is today special? Why is today special? I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> season two. Season two. Whoa, 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 whoa. So on, excited on. about season two. Uh, I don't know when we're going to be posting this, but we've got a lot of editing to do. We're going to give ourselves a lot of work to do with yeah. editing and all that sort of stuff. Um, but we're excited to begin with you guys. Uh, so Isaiah, what have you been up to uh, from the end of season one? Last time we have been online together and um and season two as we begin what has been new in your life yeah i think we uh we decided to take a little break and make it into seasons because we wanted to focus on time with family we were going over the holidays so just got some time with the family and the kiddos got to get away from work for a little bit and just yes reflect on the year reflect on my finances reflect on spiritual goals financial goals fitness goals so we're now in the new year and i'm trying to get back into it with all things fantastic um, but over uh, as far as finances, let me start there for a second. As far as finances, the last two months, a lot of uh, exciting stuff has been happening with the dropshipping business. Okay. So I gotta sh- we have to do an episode about that. It's yeah, fascinating. T- yeah. Um, but that's that's ramping up. And then I've got some new tenants. So rent is uh, increased. Thank you to those tenants. Um, real estate's a beautiful thing. Um, and yeah, we're grinding at work, trying to uh, change the world. So what about you guys? Fantastic. The family? Yeah, we had a, a great New Year's celebration at a friend's lake house. Uh, shout out to the McLaughlins. And um, so I got to watch the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, come on. At the stroke of midnight, beat Ohio State. What was the score? It was closer. It was like 40. It was 42 to 41. Oh and it gosh. came down to a last second field goal. And the guy shanked it. And that's just... Georgia shouldn't have won that game, and uh, I thought Georgia was gonna, you know, take over the game, destroy Ohio State. But Ohio State should have won. They were dominating the whole time, and then this epic comeback with Stetson Bennett. You know, we'll do a whole podcast about this. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. You know, we're oh, yeah. we're a sports podcast now. Um, but Kirby Smart calls the timeout of the century. I just I I saw that happen. He calls timeout on fourth and one. Ohio State goes for it, and. And that means the play didn't count, and they did not get first down. And I was the happiest I think I've ever yeah. been. I was just, I just wanted to give him a big old kiss and a hug right there. I was like, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Kirby Smart, for being smart." Anyways, nice. So we're not a, <clears throat> a sports co- pad- podcast. Um, we're not. We we talk about finances on this Mostly. show sometimes. Try to. Yeah. See, we act, we actually can see it right there. So it's so it's we faith. Help. Family, freedom, and finance. And today we're going to talk about finance. So yeah. um, I know it's early. 
Uh, we're recording this January 1 or January 5th, uh, 2023. I never, gosh, 2023. The, the years kind of scare me as I see them more and more. Um, yeah. But I'm about to ruin your year because I'm about to bring up a very, very nasty topic. Ruin it, baby. Let's go. Okay. So if you're listening online, I'm sorry if I ruin your day by this. You will one day be old, too old to work. You will one day die, in fact. <laughs> gosh. You're so dark. That's a little bit darker, but no, no, no that's darker. Back to, let's go back one, a step. One day, just as they they do in professional sports, one day Tom Brady will be too old to play in NFL football. Mm. And you know, for many of us, that doesn't seem likely because, gosh, he seems to be moving better on the field than he ever has. He's yeah. he's an old man and he's playing out there. But one day, um, and this there's this amazing quote from Moneyball. Um, it's it's about uh, professional baseball. They, they one of the characters says this. We're all told at some point in time that we can no longer play the children's game. We just don't know when that's going to be. Some of us are told at 18. Some of us are told at 40. But we're all told. And so this kind of, as I was thinking and praying about this season of Finance Fam, I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about, gosh, mortality, (laughs) age, um, because... For some people, they get this idea, I'm going to work forever. I'm going to stay in my career forever. But the reality is, just like professional uh, players are told, hey, you're, you're not going to play anymore. You know, there comes a day when, you know, in whatever industry you're in, you're not going to be at the top of your game. Now, that doesn't mean you can, you know, th- that you can't work and do something, but right. you're not going to be at the top of your game when you're... 95 and that's a reality and so what that means is we get to have a nuanced conversation together um about what that means how do you prepare for that day when you are too old to work so how does that strike you isaiah when i say one day you will be far too old to work yeah. someone some youngster will say hey gramps that's way off the- <laughs> hey gramps <laughs> you're <Boomer>. fired <laughs> no hey millennial <laughs> oh man that'll be bad <laughs> Dude, we're gonna we're gonna be boomers. The uh, the things surrounding boomers, all the uh, stereotypes. We're, we're gonna be. We're that basically boomers already. <laughs> exactly. We have a show about money. We're boomers. That's true. <laughs> Real quick, finance fam, thank you for listening. If you need help with your finances, Andrew and I can help you build wealth and start this journey of investing and getting your finances in order. You can reach out to us through our questionnaire form if you're listening on Spotify in the podcast description, or reach out to us on YouTube. We are here to help you. Back to the show. Um, how does that strike me? You know, the first thing that comes to mind, I hope maybe one day my dad listens to this is I, I think about him because, you know, like you said, Andrew, some people are, um, they've been in their field, they've been in the game, they've been working, they think they're going to be the best forever. That's one reason why people may not be prepared for the reality that they can't work anymore or that one day they're going to have to, you know, throw in the towel. But for some people, um, I'm going to use my dad as an example, and I think he wouldn't mind me sharing this is you know, he has continued to work by um, the sweat of his brow and through the hard labor. He's a, he's a landscaper. He's got his own business, but he has broken his back for 12 hour days for like 30 years. And uh, this year he's going to be in his fifties, mid fifties. And he's like, man, I, I can't do this anymore. Like he's literally too old. He's, he should not be carrying these huge, you know, um, tarps with leaves and doing all this intense labor and shoveling and digging and, um, that's kind of scary because he literally is reaching his limits and he's like, he's, he's getting older. He's, um, losing strength and he's becoming an old man. And 
that reality is just finally caught up with them where like the mentality that I grew up with growing up was you just work hard, you just keep going and do whatever it takes. But there comes a day and it's coming for my dad now where he can't literally can't shouldn't and can't go as hard as he used to go in his youth. And so that reality is, is creeping up on him. So that's what I think about is people who have got to start thinking about the end game and where their body's going, where they want to be the reality of, of old age. Absolutely. And so the question we want to kind of add on to this is, so for, for someone older like that, um, you know, obviously, I mean, I would guess most people that this video is marketed towards are going to be younger, but by chance, if, you know, someone 50, 60, 70 is listening, I mean, it's good to think about this no matter what age you are, but how do you know when you have enough money to retire right now? And so that's what we're going to continue this discussion with today. And so um, I'd say the key number one is know where you are. And so this is a very common thing for people. They don't have a clue um, where they are in retirement. And so I, I know for me, you know, years before um, we started thinking about our finances, getting our finances in order, we we didn't know. I mean, we weren't putting anything in retirement, first of all, right. but we just didn't know that having a zero in retirement meant something. And so if you're listening right now, that could be you. You could yeah. have a zero in your retirement column. And that's okay. That's actually pretty normal. Um, obviously, depending on what what age you are, uh, it can matter uh, more. And so why is it important for people to know where they are? Yeah, it's super important just to realize the reality of your financial state, your health of your finances. You know, I think I saw a statistic that uh, I don't have the ages in front of me, but most people up until like age 27 or 28 are actually negative. Yeah. Like it's not, they may not have anything invested and they think they're at a zero, but actually they have student loan debt or they have whatever car loans and like that, that net worth, that financial number of all your assets and how much money you are worth is dictating your financial health. And most people are actually negative or if you're lucky, you're at zero or you're just beginning the investing game. So I don't know if that answers the question, but um, yeah. So it's, it's helpful to know where you are. And uh, secondly, we want to say dream about what is possible. I don't know if that's a run on sentence. I don't even think that's a real, <laughs> that's that yeah. a weird phrase I put. So, so dream about what possible one, we say know where you are. So if you're at zero or if you are at five million, you're going to have a completely different conversation. Right. Um, you know, you'll know um, if you have if you have five million right now, likely you are what we call financially independent. And a great editor, I'm sure, is going to put the words financial. We're not going to do that. We're not gonna, no, that's, that's, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, fig- I'm figuring might, out this editing it. stuff. I yeah, might. Yeah. Um, but so, so knowing where you are is important and, and knowing what your options are. And so secondly, we say dream about what is possible. If you didn't have to work for money, what would you do? And I think this is a great conversation, no matter where you are in your financial journey. Um, if you didn't have to work for money, what would you do? And so this should inform our lives right now. But for those who are wondering if they have enough it simply depends on what your dream is. Yeah. And yeah. so that's that's the question. What is your dream? So why is it, Isaiah, that a lot of people don't think about, um, I guess I should, I should frame it this way. I know that I have a hard time picturing myself later in my life. Why do you think that is? Why is it hard to picture 50, 60, 70-year-old Isaiah? 
there's psychological reasons. They've done studies on why you can't really imagine the person you're going to be a year from now or 10 years from now or much less 30, 40 years from now. So that's definitely not in our favor. Um, but I, I just think we're, we're so, as humans, we're so focused on the now. You know, we're focused on, you know, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're focused on the next bill. You're focused on making a little bit more money. You're fococused on getting Taco Bell and Chipotle. Can I get right. an amen? Taco Bell. And it's just like, it's so far off in the future. You don't, you don't have time to think about it. It's not, it's not with you. So, um, yeah, but I love the idea of dreaming about what's possible. I'll, I'll probably link to an episode where we talk about, um, the options, like the dreams that people have, like what I think we've shared what we dream about and what we want, uh, as we're financially independent. And then I can also link to the episode about your financial freedom number and knowing where you are. Cause basically it comes down to your net worth, yeah. calculating assets and liabilities and investments and all that. So we might get there in a second, but yeah. I'll link to those. Absolutely. And so I wanted to, as we're dreaming about what's possible, I wanted to sort of segue into barista fire. Now, mm. this is off the cuff here. We've not had discussions, but you mentioned back in season one how that thought of barista fire intrigues you. Why is that? Yeah. Um, would you mind just explaining barista fire versus, yes. I think, coast fire is the other? Yeah. So barista fire is this idea. It's based on um, Starbucks and that they provide health care for part-time workers um, and other benefits as well um, that, you know, sometimes can't be found in retirement, but yeah. you can find it, you know, working part-time at, you know, a place like Starbucks. And so barista fire is a, um, a type of fire that people choose to, um, <clears throat> people choose to, if they don't have enough in retirement, they supplement their retirement um, with a part-time job. And so yeah. why does that intrigue you? Yeah, it's kind of like a part-time retirement. So yeah. it's, I, you know, I work just my nine to five, 40 plus hours a week. And on top of that, I have other jobs. So I'm working probably 50, 60 hours. And the idea of hitting 80% of my financial goal or even 60, 75%, well, that enables me to bring down my work hours, like the actual time that I'm giving and trading for money to go work and do whatever, like I do worship leading. If I could just yeah. worship lead two days out of the week, but then be free the other five days and I have that, that income, or if I'm, you know, doing a side business on Saturdays or whatever, that opens up this, this, uh, this, uh, really important variable called time, right? Yeah. Like we all want time, time equals freedom, not having to give it to other people. I love my boss, love my company, but at the end of the day, I want time with my family. We talked about dreaming about what's possible. Like I want to do music and I want to do ministry and I want to be with my family. And that's the ultimate goal. So Barista Fire would be a great way where it's like, well, you know, to hit my actual financial number, I'm going to be, you know, 65 and I'll need $3 million or whatever the number is. But if I could hit 1.5 million at 40 and work, you know, 10 hours a week and still maintain that, that, uh, basically the, uh, income to cover my monthly expenses, well, then I'd probably do barista fire because I want 20 years of my life back to do whatever I want. So for you, it's like not barista, it's worship leader fire. It, it could be whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Very yeah. cool. And so we've talked about the importance of knowing where you are uh, in your retirement journey. We've talked about um, dreaming about what's impossible, what's possible. <laughs> That's something that Chris Hogan says in his book, Retire Inspired. Love that book. Always going to recommend it. Um, see your life in 2020. Like look at age 50, 60, 70 you whenever you want to retire um, and picture it, uh, write it down. What do you want your life in those golden years as they say to be defined by? Pray about it. You know, we're we're a faith-based show here. This could be a great yeah, way yeah. 
to just envision yourself at 50, 60, 70 and pray about it and pray about, you know, what's valuable to you. What do you want more of? You know, what, what, where do you want your life to be? What kind of person do you want to be when you're 50 and 60? Hey, just taking a quick second. Thank you for listening and watching this show. If you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe, comment, tell us what you're getting out of this. If you are listening on Spotify, if you could take a second and just go to the top there add a review. Um, it would just mean the world to us. It helps us grow. If you want to share it with somebody on Instagram, tag them, send it to them. That's the way these things grow. We appreciate your support. Thank you for watching, listening, all that jazz back to the show guys. Thank you again. And I would just, this is off the cuff. Don't buy into, you know, American, the American dream where it's like, I'm going to retire and be on the beach collecting seashells. And it's like, let's be realistic. Like, you want to leave a legacy. Yes. Like my wife wants to impact young women. I want to release music and I want to help with missions. Like get specific about the legacy you want to leave behind. Finances That's so are going to fuel that. So. Yeah. And finance fam, you know, I've, I love how we have this right there. I, I feel like we need to just re- yeah. refer to that family, faith, freedom, finance. Amen. And so, you know, ultimately that discussion for a believer is going to be, you know, asking God, God, what, what does my life look like? Lord, what is your, your dream for me when I'm in my fifties and sixties? And, you know, as Proverbs says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And while we may not be able to work forever, that doesn't mean that our earning potential stops. Um, and so, yeah, and people inherit more things than just money. So the third thing we're going to talk about is taking that jump and retiring. Now, I get a little bit, my hair stand up when I think about this a little bit, Isaiah. I'm just going to tell you. So, Me too. I, I, don't know, I don't know how to say this. So I believe there are some people that know where they are. They've determined where they want to be. So they've got that dream. They've, they know where they are. But they are taking a while to execute and say, I'm retired to pull the trigger. Maybe they're still working a job they don't like. Maybe they are working and they don't have to. Or maybe work is all they've ever known. They never actually fully lived. You know, I'll share a story here in a second, but keep going. No, no. I I think I look at this and I'm like, gosh, I don't know if I would ever, ever feel safe to retire. I mean, just to be real, I don't, I don't know if I would ever feel, um, you know, okay to retire. I I feel like I would just continue on indefinitely. And so this is a challenge for me. Like that takes a step of faith in and of itself saying, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to scale back. Maybe I'll barista fire or maybe I'll retire. Yeah. It it is a gamble. Not really. It's not a gamble. So that's the wrong word. It's it's tell me why it's not a (laughs) gamble. Tell me why it's not a gamble. There is much data and math and statistics to uphold the idea of fire and the 4% rule. There we go. All the these things that we're talking rule. about. But nonetheless, it's scary. Just like we know that investing in the market over time is going to yield return. Yeah. When, when <laughs> The amount of friends who are so scared right now to invest in 2022, knowing that we're probably going to have a, a green year next year or this year in 23. I didn't say that. He did. I And I'm going to say it. Based on the data of the market, we should have a green year next year. So I'll talk about that later. But um, what was I saying? I was saying that I was just being uh, a little bit of a troll. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, going it might be. F- it might be green. That'd be cool. I'd like that very much. I'm gonna call it. We're gonna look back at your now. <laughs> You're gonna, gonna shoot your shot. <laughs> shoot my shot. So back to how do you believe and take the leap? I think it's just like investing. We know over time it's gonna investing in the market is gonna give us a return. 
But when we have those down years, all of a sudden you're like, uh, like no one likes losing money and investing into a red bull dying market, right? So it's just that we know it, but in the moment we have our emotions, we have to overcome. So similarly, back to the original question of like, how do you get over that hump of I've hit my financial number or I have enough passive income and I have my real estate and I'm, I should be good, but what's holding me back? It's, it's emotions. It's like, is this actually enough? Is my life going to change? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's, uh, it's emotional. Yeah. So So let's take a person, excuse me. So let's take someone with, uh, 2.5 million in the market. All right. They know where they are. They know they've got it properly invested in safe index funds. They, um, they're using the 4% rule. So they know what that will yield. And I'm not going to do the math in my head because that's just far too taxing. Um, but they know where they are. They know what kind of lifestyle is possible on the 4% rule. I think you're doing the math right now. I'm trying to. So that's great. So 2.5 million and then it's times 0.04. So that's a hundred grand a year that this person can. Most people live on less than that. Exactly. And you can live on less than that. And so what we're saying here is this person with $2.5 million and how do they take that, take that jump, Isaiah? How practically? Okay, so they're working a job. I don't know. Maybe they're finding a fulfilling career, but they're considering, hey, I could change my lifestyle completely. How do you take that leap? Yeah, um, there's a number of ways. I'm asking for a friend because I don't know how I'd do that. It does <laughs> depend on your career. Are you hating your career? Or are you loving your career? Yeah, it depends on, there's so many variables. Yes. You know, what? What are your investments? What is your career? What are your goals? Like I have a um, family member who has a ton of money and she has worked all of her life and has a sizable egg in retirement, like over three billion. <laughs> and she lives on less than a hundred grand a year. She can she'll be fine for the rest of her life. Yeah. But all she's ever known is work. And it's like, how do you get out of that? Well, I think to that person, it's gonna be probably praying and getting that vision for what you want to do, knowing yourself, like I, you know, I do want to go to the beach and I want to collect seashells or I do want to travel the world or I do want to spend more time with my grandbabies or I want to, you know, you fill in the blank with whatever that, that, that vision is and that dream is. Um, but then practically, how do you do that? Well, depends on where those investments are at. If they're, if they're in your 401k, if they're in taxable brokerage, Roth, whatever, you're pulling from that money every year and you're living off that month in and month out. Absolutely. And so a lot of this, and this is the real point of that last, the last point we're making Take the jump and retire. So mm. uh, at this point, when you realize you're financially independent, now for Isaiah and I, we're not financially independent. So we're speaking about a future day. We're speaking about something we don't have much knowledge or experience in. We've never taken a jump the quite leap. like this. We've never taken the leap into the In unknown. season 12, I'll be taking the leap. <laughs> <laughs> that was so awesome. good. Just edit that part out. That's so good. <laughs> just just edit it and put it. That That's what's going to go viral. In okay, season, cool. season 12. Mark my words. Mark my words. <laughs> He's shooting his shot again. There we go. Um, but at this point, you don't have to make decisions based on money. You can ask the question, what makes me happy? And that's a different kind of relationship with yeah. your boss or whoever. You know, you're you're able to say, Hey, I'm here because I, I wanna be. Yeah. And this job makes me happy. No one at the end of their life, you know, thought, I wish I worked harder. I wish I had just made more money. Mm. Um so I think if you are, again, if you're at that place and you have the egg and you can, the math lines up and you should be able to retire, like 
stop working, spend time with people, do what you do what you want to do. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been this episode of the Finance Fam, the first episode of season one. My very loud season two. Season two. Season two. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> so we're in season two now. Uh, it's it's. Um, so we talked about the horrifying uh, reality that uh, one day we will be too old to work. We talked about the importance of knowing where you are on your financial independence journey. We talked about dreaming, what is possible, and also about that scary jump of stepping into retirement. Thank you guys for joining us. And remember, don't look back. Look ahead.